Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. My message today kind of is that I, I do wonder why now when it comes to the point that so many are making. Um, I think that a lot of you want to trade Draymond Green just to sort of satisfy your own emotions. I don't see how it helps the Warriors do anything all that productive. I don't think there's a team that's lining up around the block with young assets, young players, um, who they're going to give you for Draymond Green for $89 million over another three and a half years when we don't even know exactly when he's going to play basketball again. And if the idea is not about young assets and it's more about people who are going to help you win right now, I- I'm sorry. Like, I'm looking around the whole landscape of the NBA. I don't see it. I, I-, I don't see this player or players out there who are available and ready to go on their way to the Golden State Warriors who are going to come blend with Steph Curry within the next two months and make them a factor uh, when uh, when we get to April. I, I, I think that the idea is to wait, and I know that that's painful, but kick the can down the road. Uh, there's a bunch of people who I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens with Kamenga. I want to see what happens with Draymond Green. And your flexibility goes through the roof at least in a warrior sense, at the end of the year, because you've got Chris Paul coming off the books and and Clay Thompson as well, and I don't know exactly how you want to play that, but let's see, let's see what those options are at the end of the year. That feels to me like a much more productive way to go about this conversation. Yeah, it feels to me like a, a big old punt because what you have right now is a team that is a game below five hundred. And, you know, Steve said he wanted to wait 20 games to see what he had, and here we are 33 games into it, and it doesn't feel like, look like, doesn't seem to be a team that is trending in the direction toward being a championship team. So if you want to just go ahead and take the final 49 games and see what you have, that feels like a punt to me. And Draymond Green, if no other team wants him, then it's a non-starter. But I do think that there are other teams out there that might look at Draymond Green and see a player that they could probably get for cheaper than they would have previously, or if it's Andrew Wiggins, a guy who has fallen out of some favor with the Golden State Warriors, he doesn't start anymore. And I do think that the Warriors have seen enough from Jonathan Kaminga to make a decision as to whether or not they believe he is a future star or a future piece, and the same thing with Moses Moody. So you've got these players who... They have their fourth-year option already picked up, which means you can have them for next year, and you don't have to pay them that much. Uh, Kaminga's at 7.6. Moody's at 5.8. And I don't think right now, if Steve Kerr is still here, that Moses Moody would be a guy to get another contract. So why not get something for Moses Moody before you get to the point where he walks for nothing? What are you going to get from Moses Moody? He's a piece. He's a yeah. throw-in piece. Like, salaries have to match. He's barely making anything. You got Pascal Siakam as a player, and you said you don't you know, you know, don't see what player out there who's available who can come in and help you. I think he's a guy who could come in 
and help you. And what? Are you, how are you getting Pascal Siakam? You're trading Kaminga and Moody and Draymond Green. And the Raptors want to do that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't speak to what the Raptors want to do. Uh-huh. I know this, Mark, that we got 36 days till the deadline. And if the Warriors don't do anything, if they stay as constructed, I think that this team winds up as a 9 seed or a 10 seed. And, you know, maybe you win a play-in game and you get into the po- into so, the playoffs and, and you go nowhere. So even if you hate Draymond Green, you, you give it's up. It's not about hate. You, well, whatever. Even if you want yeah. him off the team. You give up Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody so that Pascal Siakam can come in here for February, March, and April. And then what? You maybe gonna, gonna maybe that's enough. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's enough to do what? Maybe it's enough to go on a run. Maybe it's enough to... That, that feels far-fetched to me. It's far-fetched. Yeah. But to me, standing pat and going through these motions, to me, is a punt. And Sometimes punting's the right thing to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Shout not out Brandon these, Staley. I'm not one of these Brandon Staley people that's like fourth and 22. We got it. We got it. Go for it. I wonder what they're going to do I mean, because you, you mentioned this. Chris Paul comes off the books fine. Clay Thompson, if Clay Thompson doesn't re-sign, then you're at 140, 144 million, which means you only have 28 million under next year's luxury tax. It's not like you can go out there and do that much. Well, but there's more that you can do. You don't have to stop there. But if you sign Clay Thompson and he's going to probably command about 28 million a year. There's your off season right well, there. Well, yeah, if you resign him, you don't necessarily have to resign him. You don't have to do that. Of course. That's what I'm saying. You like don't they, have to keep Draymond the, Green. The, the options, but also what information do we have about Draymond by the time we get to the end of the year? Did he come back? Did he not? Did he play great? Did he not? Right. Like that's what I want to know. Did he know. get 23 more technicals? I mean, yeah, like trading him <laughs> now? Trading him that like if I'm another team and you call me about Draymond, I'm like, I don't even know how to have this conversation with you. Is he eligible? But you got to call the league office. What am I I acquiring? For three and a half years and $90 million, you're going to offer me Draymond Green, and I don't even know if he's playing. I don't even know where he is. We're not even at the facility. Like, if I'm another team, I'm laughing. Well, that's now, Mark. you got 36 days till the deadline. Okay, but I'm not saying not you make lot. this trade right now. No, but that's not a lot. That's why, like, I, I'm not even making it then. I mean, at the most, what are you going to get? Five games of data? Like, let's see where this goes. Your options Other teams don't grow. need data on Draymond. They just need to know whether or not he's available. But the Warriors do. The Warriors do. I think the Warriors know what Draymond is. He's signed for three more years after this one. They got to looking know. like a big mistake. Yeah, probably, but they got to know whether, like, is it even possible to consider him still being on the team? And and now it is like, I mean, it's the worst time to trade him. His absolute lowest value. You're calling another team and being like, so we got this guy. He doesn't play. And we don't know where he is. You want him? I'm, I'm, you're, I'm wrong. Well, that's right now. I'm not, right. That's, so that's you what got I'm saying. Five weeks and a day. Yeah. To I mean, and we don't even know where he is. Well, let's just play What's this out then. In if weeks? in five weeks Draymond Green is not cleared to play by the association, or if he and the team have not gotten gotten to a spot where he feels they feel like he's ready to play, it's a non-starter. I'm with you there. 
You're not going to have him not play in the next five weeks and then be able to trade him with his status still unknown. If I'm another team, I, I, there, there is a very low limit in terms of how much I can be convinced otherwise in the next five weeks. You come back, play six games, and now I want you? Oh, definitely. You're still one flagrant foul away from being suspended for the rest of the year, and I want you on my playoff team? Absolutely. I'm going to bring you in so we can go into the playoffs where the emotions get heightened, and I'm going to trust. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. After watching you play for five games that you've got it figured out. If I'm a team that wants to win and I need a a piece, a guy who is... Only 26 players in the history of the game have won more titles than he has. Yeah, but, but He's an X-factor. He's a winning basketball player. Those teams are not offering Steph Curry and prime Kevin Durant as teammates. That, like, I, yes. No, he won two without Kevin Durant. He's got a wonderful resume. He's got a wonderful resume. But if I'm looking at summer of 2024, that resume on another roster is pointless. Well, he's it's pointless that's, on your roster. Well, but so what? You signed him. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like you But what gotta, I'm saying is you it, gotta ride this out and see if it gets better before you're having any Or you you look to take you know, not pennies on the dollar, but <laughs> nickels on the dollar and you try to get out from underneath this because you know, if this is if this is this big a problem Maybe it ends up making it so that your head coach doesn't want to be head coach anymore. So that's kind of my point. Okay, let's do the pennies on the dollar thing. How does that help you? How, other than satisfying your frustration with no, Draymond. You, you at least get a player who plays. Ah, what if Draymond doesn't want to play anymore for this team? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, they're playing They're playing pretty much the same without him. So right. play without it. It's almost like, identical, by yeah, the way. exactly. Record with and record without. Um, Brian and Hayward. Hey, Brian, you're on Willard and Dibs. What's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I think just like the situation the Warriors are in right now um, with Draymond and the winning and losing everything, it's, it's, a, it's a good description of how our team's been over the last decade. Um, it's a jump-shooting team. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you make some. Sometimes you miss some. But overall, we've done a lot of winning. And even though we've had our years, you know, uh, that are a little abnormal with injuries, et cetera, et cetera, um, I really do feel like our team is still structured to win it all. I know I sound crazy, but I'm going to keep calling and sounding crazy until we don't win this year because I do see the light at the end of the tunnel, okay? And I just feel like we need to focus on some of the positive things that can be brian uh, what is that light at the end of the tunnel what does it look like it's a train what, coming straight yeah, at us what is it you see like like tell tell us what those developments will be that that um that, that suddenly turns the tides so kind of going back to what i said originally jump shooting team you know when we don't make shots we have a really low likelihood of winning 
But players like Pods, um, you know, just having an overall floor game, that needs to stay consistent. And we just got to get some of those little extra things that seem to elude Kaminga from time to time that Kerr is always pressing, like rebounding, defense, um, just the little simple things. Because when we have high turnover games, Kerr is always talking about, you know, we need to protect the ball, the little things, the little things. And after about 10 years, I mean, I understand as a fan, I feel like Draymond. It's hard to turn on my TV and watch games against the Magic. But I do because I love the Warriors and I love basketball. And the light at the end of the tunnel is we're going to lock in. Draymond's going to come back and be better than ever. And we're going to start hitting some jump shots. Clay's already on fire. He just, you know, has to kind of dim his light sometimes, not on purpose, but he's got to go with the flow a little more instead of jacking up shots. And I think he's trying to get used to that. Well, so Wiggins is probably the one on the way out um, by the trade deadline because I feel like he's gotten a little lifeless. But no fault to his own. He's our most valuable trading piece. Not Draymond, not Kaminga, not Moody. And before I go, I just want to say every single one of these guys, with the exception of Chris Paul and the rookies, rookies, have hardware. And when you trade a guy like that, I mean <laughs> – there's some weight that needs to be carried on that. You can't just trade Draymond, uh, uh, Kaminga, and Moody for Siakam. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Well, but a, but a big part of it is finances. Like Brian, thank you for yeah. the call. I, I know there. He speaks for a lot of Warriors fans, but 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 here's something that's hard for for all of us. I think because we've watched this and we're emotionally attached to it. That like everything Brian said was all about resume. All of it. They're going to lock in. Look, this is not as simple as, hey, guys. Championship pedigree. Time to clap on. Right. <laughs> the clapper. The clapper. Like, it's not. This is Shout not. Here, clapper. This is not flipping a switch. It's not. The Warriors are 15th in the league in three-point percentage. So you can call them a jump shooting team. That just means they take a lot of them. Yeah. But they don't make a lot of them. So fifth in turnovers, fourth in fouls committed. So we we call them a three point shooting team because they have been in the past, and and this idea that any minute now it's all going to come back, and everything we've been watching for a year plus is just some sort of temporary haze that they're in. I think is a fool's errand. It just it it it, it it's not going to go that way. We have to acknowledge age. We have to acknowledge the journey, the path, the fit, everything that this team is on, and now the absence of of, of one of their their big three. So to make it all about the past, I, I I think is kind of how you end up here. Now there are ways to reboot or adjust quicker than others, but the way to really make this a long, painful road is to stubbornly sit there. And think that who the Warriors used to be is going to show up again consistently. It's not going to go that way. But that's why you got to make a bold move within the next five weeks and one day. And uh, the last caller was talking about Andrew Wiggins as the most tradable piece. And I don't see it that way. I see a guy who's been relegated to the bench. I see a guy who's shooting 30% from three-point range, which is... Better than only five players in the association, including Victor Wenbinyama, who's shooting 29.7%. Andrew Wiggins is having a bad year. And he signed for three more years. 
He's got two more in a player option, and he's owed about $78 million. And that contract looked like a bargain when he signed it. And the way he's playing now doesn't look like such a bargain anymore. So I don't know how tradable he is. Uh, Clay, as an expiring this year, seems like he's pretty tradable. But what team wants to take on a 42-year-old who is shooting 42% from the floor? And Draymond Green is suspended. So really... There are no moves, and I'm, I was advocating make a move, make a bold move, and that's really the only way you're going to get better, but the reality is you're probably just going to have to grin and bear it yeah. and ride this, this out, like- and 39 and 43 is on the table at an 11 seed, and I don't think that your pick next year is protected, so you might lose your first-round pick. And then you're just going to run it back. Yeah, I mean, I just think that this is this is a, it's kind of a mental exercise for for all of us. Like you can think that this Warrior team is not good enough. That doesn't automatically mean the right thing to do is to make a trade. Make it. We just make a big trade, and then and then what? You going to save this season? All of a sudden, it's going to go right into the other direction. They're going to dominate the West. Because you traded Draymond and Kaminga and Moody for uh, Pascal Siakam, or you traded J- Draymond for Austin Reeves in a piece, and now you're going to wreck this league? Like, come on. I'm talking about organizational health. That's what I'm rooting for. I'm not rooting for, God, we got to freak out and see if we can save this year. What, so that you could double down and make it even worse? Well, I thought we were trying to maximize the Steph Curry window. Yeah, the Steph Curry Organizational window. health is not maximizing the Steph window. Absolutely it is. Steph Curry's window does not close at the end of this year. No, it closes the, at the, the end of uh, 2026. I, I already told you that I'm more confident in the Warriors next year than I am this year because next year there is a path for them to do some things. The things that so many of you want them to do right now, like I love that take. It's my favorite take when everyone's make a trade. What trade? What trade? I've given what, like, you two. You just like, and and I would argue that the other team does not want to do those trades. Well, there's been like, a big falling out in L.A. between Darvin Ham and Austin Reeves. I've heard of and you very know that. controversial, scandalous. <laughs> These two players, like, they just don't like each other. Don't you, if you say make a trade. You're kind of, it's a tell. It's a tell. If, if that's what you've been on social media doing for the last two weeks, it's a tell that you're just mad. Not mad. You're mad. I'm not, I don't mean you. No, 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 you're, not you're, mad. I think fans are just frustrated. Yes, the, fans the same want, word. Fans they, want something to change. Because fans they, want Draymond gone because Fans want this team to get better not because gonna, Draymond's gonna not playing. Not going to fix it. To have a guy who actually plays versus a guy who doesn't play. And what's that do for you in the future? Austin just, Reeves is signed for multiple years yes, at a bargain. Uh, opinion. Lakers, That's like fifteen million Lakers, a year. Lakers disagree. If they thought it was a bargain, they'd keep him. Well, they, they, he they, and Darvin they, Ham they aren't getting along. Malcontent, apparently. <laughs> so we'll trade our I malcontent just, for their malcontent. How about that? And then, and, and who wins? I would argue nobody. Nobody's going addition oh, by subtraction. We were the nine seed, and now we're the eight. Great. Trade Draymond to Washington and get Poole back. That's what you do, Mark. That's what you do. That'd be a fun soap opera. Uh, Big Smooth. Hey, Big Smooth, what are you doing? Oh, man, I'm just listening. Okay, let me say this, man. (laughs) Say it, Smooth. Be Smooth, man. 
Can we have some semblance of intelligence? He is the best defensive player on your team. Yeah, we can have conversations about how he's going to be when he comes back. Is he going to be that stuff crazy when the intensity goes up? We don't know. Those are questions that we can't answer yet. But what we can answer is that he's clearly the second best player on your team, and he's clearly the best defensive player. So you get rid of him, what are you getting back? And and, and if we're not in the top eight in defense, we're not winning anything anyway. But you just want to ship off your best defensive player, what are you going to get in return? Who's going to play defense? All these questions are not answered. People are mad at Draymond, but you've yet to answer how are we going to replace him defensively? Because nobody's even talked about that. So I just want to know what your thoughts on that is. I, I, I largely agree with you, Big Smooth, although I still make it even less about this year and the standings. Can they rally? Could something great happen? Could they find their way into the second round and then take your chances? I actually don't think that that's completely out of the realm of possibility. I don't think it's likely, but I don't think it's a pipe dream either. But if I'm Steph Curry, my answer to that would be, so what? So what? I don't want to go second round. Like, I want to know. But he doesn't want to go 11th seed? No, but he wants to know with the remainder of his career, what can we do to have a real shot? I don't mind talking about trading Draymond Green, but someone's got to give us something over make a trade. Trade Draymond Green. I gave you Austin Reeves from the Bill Simmons podcast. Great, Bill Simmons. You said you want somebody to give you something more than just trade him. That's a something. Okay, there's one. But my point is I'm not hearing that for the last three weeks. It's just they got to trade Draymond. You're acting from emotion. We have no evidence that any team out there wants him at all. And I would also ask, if that's what you want to do, explain why that helps. Like, what's the point? Are you trying to win this year? Are you trying to win next year? Are you trying to build stability around the remainder of Steph Curry? Because my sense is, the answer for most people, if they're honest, is, no, they're just ticked. And they and they want him gone. Well, that's not productive. Well, you're trying to fix a mistake that was made, and the mistake was four years and a hundred million dollars. Because Draymond Green, since then, has played 15 games, and your words, and I think your words are accurate. He's one flagrant foul or flagrant action away from possibly being suspended for longer than indefinitely which the only thing longer than an indefinite suspension is being banned from the league. I'm not saying that he'd be banned from the league, but this suspension that is indefinite has already cost him 10 games and counting. It's probably going to cost him 10 more. And so you gave a guy four years and $100 million, and this is your ROI, your return on investment? Terrible. 15 games. So write the mistake. Write your wrongs and find a team that will take on this nightmare okay. of a contract. So write your mistake. Fix it. By getting rid of it at its absolute lowest value possible. Does it get any higher? Potentially. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. Well, actually, I don't think that it can get any lower. I have a friend so who bought risk? I have a friend who bought stock in Allbirds. I don't know if you know what Allbirds are. I do, Birds yeah, are. the okay. shoes. Sure. Good friend of mine, somebody very close to me. I won't name uh name their name. You may or may not know them. 
This individual bought Allbird stock a couple of years ago, and it looked like a good buy. It was a company on the rise. People love their shoes. That stock now is worth pennies. And you could sell that stock, or you could hold on to it and hope that Allbirds is going to bounce back. What does selling it do? It gets rid of it. It gets it off of your portfolio. And you get And you get pennies it. on the dollar, yeah. which is where the Draymond stock is right now. Yeah, I, or you I can hold on to it, and you know what? Cross my fingers that Draymond I mean, won't flagrantize again. I mean, the, the, the pennies on the dollar thing is completely unattractive to me. I don't know how is that productive. How does the stock get any better? I don't know, but it's not going to get any worse. Yeah, but you so, could be you could be done with it, and you could at least get something something that actually plays basketball. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.